Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we shout our questionable expertise into the yawning void of the internet. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. It's a summer slam jam Whoa. Oh, is it? I didn't Hack know that net. it was that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize either. I'm yeah. not prepared. Well, you get your unitard out. <laughs> oh, no, I... Is the slam jam again? I have my unitard out. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Well, that's what you call your penis, though, right? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> that went nowhere, huh? No. <laughs> nope. Uh, I am imagining now how funny it would be to dress up mm-hmm. like an old-timey strongman and then paint your penis like a little barbell. <laughs> <laughs> funny? Funny? Was, I mean, you'd have to be in the right audience. I I'm suppose. Okay, so one shoulder strap... <laughs> unitard with like the trunks that come down to the mid thigh and it's all like a one piece and it's leopard print but there's a big hole in the crotch for your dick and balls no, to be it's out just, it's not it's just not a little a tiny burlesque right it's not a hole it's just a clear plastic a series panel. of tubes oh my god <laughs> oh no it's a little it's a perfect it's designed to perfectly like spandex fit like a glove Mm-hmm. Like those elephant trunk boxers that they always start mm-hmm. yep. showing as like, no, look, men can have sexy underwear too. No, the uh, like something you'll see oh, in like funny. a Facebook ad, and you double click it, and you're like, oh, I actually, it's a vest for walking your dog. It's not a horny thing. <laughs> it's a vest for walking your dog. Like a vest where there's a hole for the tail for the dog's tail. Oh, the dog wears the vest. <laughs> yeah, it's a vest for you to like, wear when you like, walk yeah. your dog. When well, you that's what I thought you were saying. Kinky like human a dog. That you your dog into. <laughs> <laughs> you would wear that, Louisa. I know you. Sure. Yeah. Oh, the dog be... would hate it. God, yeah, the dog would fight around so much. All it depends on how big the dog is. Uh, I think even little dogs would fight that. They wouldn't like that one bit. Mm, I would like it if I was a little dog. <laughs> I think a lot a of thing. <laughs> I think a lot of little dogs are too afraid to protest when things happen to them. Though God. you see a lot of very calm little dogs in like purses and stuff. They can't like being in there. Little dogs are the ones that most viciously try to attack dogs four times their size when they're like out in public. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they want to die. <laughs> Because they're so little. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I think that might be true. They know that they're an abomination. (sighs) Matt, what'd you do this week? Uh, I, oh, I I meant to coordinate with Louisa before we started this. Okay, I'm just gonna, Louisa, I'm gonna telepathically say what I think you should say you did this week, unless you have something better. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) I always fail these, okay. Yep, and instead, I'm going to say... Uh, last night, I watched the Pixar film, Luca. Have you guys seen this movie yet? I've not. No, I've seen ads for it. Looks cute. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, it's inexplicably Italian. I was going to say, is it Italian? Some people it said is. stuff that made me think that. Okay. It's like super duper, like as much as like uh, Ratatouille was set in France, this is set mm. in Italy. Okay. Mm, Vespa um, and such. Yes. Ve- uh, actually, a Vespa is the central... Yes. Uh, <laughs> plot point but um i don't know why it literally has nothing to do with italy it's just that everything is super italian for reasons that are never explained so is this is this why people are saying that it's a very gay coded film is it just because it's a little italian i mean coded is a strong (laughs) word it's just like it, it is as gay as you can get without being like and these kids are gay right but that is like every kids movie that people read as gay because uh disney is cowards i mean watch having watched this movie at the end of it i was left with the feeling of why didn't they have these boys kiss like they did everything else about them being gay except for have them kiss yeah uh which Um, gives them plausible deniability i know and that is infuriating uh, you you get to the end of the movie and you're just like, this was this was scientifically crafted to perfectly thread the needle of being called brave by LGBT communities and not infuriating the crazy like evangelical right. Ugh, that makes me nuts. Like in 2021, we're still in plausible deniability territory. 
Yep. Yep. Fuck. What I what I would have loved and would make me a Pixar stand for life is if they'd had these little boys kiss and then the right had gotten super pissed off about it and then Pixar had come out and been like, Hey, if it makes you mad to see people being gay, we don't want you to see our movies and fuck off. <laughs> Yep, that would have been incredible. Yeah, will never happen because uh, Disney doesn't care about the American right; they care about the uh, American dollar commentary. Whoa! Uh, no, I was going to say the uh, large. I was going to say emerging film market, but no. Now the like dominant film market of China, which uh, there is a perception by American studios that they will not accept movies where they're gay people or black people. See. Uh, which Ooh. I don't think is like the Fast and the Furious franchise goes great over there, and there's no and white it's people the in it. Movie of all time. Oh, sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, it might also be gay, but I've never I, seen it. People will love to use that excuse, but I don't think that's true at all. And Disney, um, when they were uh, when there was controversy about like will uh, employers recognize like legal partnerships before gay marriage was legal, Disney was like, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and do that. And a lot of people got really pissed off, but they're like, yeah, we just, we're doing that and we're not talking about it anymore. And then eventually people are like, alright, we'll kind of pretend this isn't happening then, I guess. Yeah, I think a lot of businesses, I mean, you're right, Jeff, that like, honestly, they probably just don't give a shit about the reaction in the United States at all, but I think a lot of companies need to realize that the smart business move at this point is to piss off the religious right so that they make a big stink about it. And then you can come out as being like, we fucking hate those guys because the majority of people also hate those guys. Mm. Yeah. You they can, don't then you get that. a fuck ton of publicity and all of your worst customers stop attending your thing. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's afraid that those uh, bad actors are going to be able to get some kind of groundswell of support, though. But if you, if literally your argument is children shouldn't be allowed to see, like, stories about gay people, you're not going to get any sane people on your side with <sighs> but that. But that's the thing, if, if these uh, people are eloquent enough, and sometimes they are, they can paint it more as, yeah. well, Disney's trying to push their agenda on you. And you might be fine with a movie where boys kiss, but who knows what they'll do next, Slippery Slope. I do kind of feel like they've overplayed that hand a little bit, though, at the whole <sighs> Fox thing, because, like, again, the people who are going to believe that already believe that, but you're not converting any new people to your way of thinking if your argument is, no, it's them pushing their agenda. Listen to me say this on Fox. Like, no one believes that anymore, right? Other than the people who already believe it. See, think about, like, re the recent uh, Dr. Seuss quote-unquote controversy. All the company did was look at the books that are profitable and have messages they don't really want uh, around, and they swept those books under the rug. But enough yep. assholes got that story and were able to twist it into uh, Dr. Seuss being silenced by left-wing lunatics. Yeah, but you're making my argument for me, which is the only people who kicked up a fuss mm. were the shittiest, most boring people, and sales of Dr. Seuss books went way up! <laughs> no, but the thing is, people who would consider themselves reasonable, I probably wouldn't, but they're regular people walking around, they were like, oh... Why are they? Uh, why are they canceling those? I Dr. don't Seuss think books? that's true. I, I don't think it's think true. Any reasonable person thought that people don't look into stories, so they did. They were successfully convinced that the company was pressured into stopping making these books. I do not think that any any person who wasn't already a rabid Fox News consumer believed that for even one second. Well, I completely disagree on that. Well, I, I disagree with your disagreement. Yeah, get her. <laughs> well, you already said. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it's just, I, I just, like, when you look at statistics of things people support, uh, like, for example, last summer, uh, the support among white people for uh, the Black Lives Matter movement was at an all-time high, and then mm. by this, the beginning of this year, it was at an all-time low, among the yeah. same group of people, like people yeah. among the band All Time Low, yeah, among the band All Time Low, who are now racist. Um, <laughs> uh, now, uh, I don't know anything yeah, I don't about know All Time Low. I know that they are from uh, a town in Maryland that my friend Hannah is from. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> cool, but uh, no, it's. 
God, what the hell was I just talking about? Oh, uh, <laughs> it's the same group of people because they'll, they just like, whatever seems like the, the thing yes. is what they believe. Like, I think that's exactly I gen- what I, I think Jeff's completely right on this. I think that, no, I think that you are way overthinking this. And I think what it really is, is people were supporting Black Lives Matter while it was active protests going on all the time. And it was like in their, uh, like worldview. And then as soon as the stories quieted down, they just stopped thinking about it and it just went out of their brains entirely. Right. But no, it was specifically disapproval. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. When your pastor starts to say, like, oh, well, yeah, of course they want equal rights, but they are destroying things, and that is dangerous for society, and they are bad, actually. And then you start to think, like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, he has a point. And then you start to think that terrible thing. I've been indoctrinated to believe that he's uh, the direct mouth of God speaking the only truth (laughs) in the universe. It is sometimes very fun to hear Jeff try to explain what he thinks religious organizations (laughs) believe. (laughs) anyway um yeah i mean fine i think that there's i think that everyone in this discussion has a valid point of view and none of us we're immune to propaganda that's our secret yeah (laughs) um all i'm saying is i think that disney if they'd been braver about this could have gotten more free publicity for this movie Mm. Um, i guess i don't know but you think the movie was good Overall, I heard it was kind of uh, mediocre, like not particularly it's, exciting. There are some pretty good moments in it. I will okay. say the whole, like, the subtext of, I mean, it's barely subtext. The text of, like, hiding who you really are because you're gay and you don't want society to hate you. And you're a fish person. <clears throat> like, the fact that that metaphor is predicated on making being gay equivalent to being a sea monster is not mm-hmm. the best thing mm. yeah um and like there's a sort of a thread throughout it while they're living in this little italian town uh you keep seeing this pair of older women who are like always eating ice cream together and there's a very subtle implication that maybe they are like gay and in love mm-hmm. um and like i wanted it to be that the the movie made a bold enough stance to say, like, there are also gay humans in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then later on you find out that they're also sea monsters, so what the fuck? <laughs> God. <clears throat> so everyone who's gay is a sea monster in this, uh, this wor- Luca world. You know, I'm thinking about it, and, like, definitely the most homoerotic characters in fiction are, uh, Atlant- Atlanteans. <laughs> Aquaman. That's a wild Namor. Yes. The Rock? Wait, what are we doing? (laughs) Is The Rock Atlantean? Mm, I mean, we don't know. (laughs) You were hoping something else was going to (laughs) come. You were really, really hoping a joke would come to your mind, and it just didn't. I mean, the Scorpion King, need I say more? (laughs) Hold on. I didn't see those movies, but I know Louisa watched all five Scorpion King films. No. Uh, So... (laughs) What is the Scorpion King's deal? Is he from Atlantis or from like sub Egypt or something? Come on, Louisa, back me up here. <laughs> uh, what's good is in the Mummy movie when they introduce his story and don't intend it to go anywhere, it's a completely different story than he has when he gets his own movie. So there's no reason he couldn't also be an Atlantean. Oh, so he's yes. is what is he from like reverse Egypt or something? Like, why is there a Scorpion King? <laughs> Uh, the complicated thing is the movie wants you to believe that he was around 2,000 years before the pharaohs and the pyramids and everything. So he's a prequel to the mummy. He's but a prequel they... to the backstory of the mummy. Yes, yes. But then when he has his own movie, they kind of forget what they meant by that. And they're not archaeologists. So they're like, uh, so there's still our pyramids, I guess. So <laughs> he's kind of just in ancient These were the Egypt, ones that basically. they inspired. These were the pyramids that inspired those other pyramids. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of white people with beads in their hair. That's what they think uh, 2,000 years before the pyramids was. Yeah, I saw Stargate. <laughs> exactly. I saw uh, Exodus, Gods of Egypt, or whatever. Oh, God. I don't know what it was one of Stargate the, No, it was one of those uh, white people Egypt movies. Yeah, like, like, what's his like name? Stargate. Puffy Face from Great Gatsby. Yeah, him. Joel Edgerton! Oh, I did it! Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) Hey, got him. Uh, Joel Edgerton, a.k.a. Uncle Owen from the Star Wars prequels. 
Shit. Cool. <laughs> but no he's like uh, he's like Horus or some bullshit, I think. God. In that God's region movie. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> <sighs> anyway, Luca's fine. Uh, you should watch it. It's pretty good. There's some there's some good moments where you feel genuinely like cryy. I cried. That's nice. So, yeah, it's nice. I'll probably um, watch it sooner or later. I also there were just so many moments where there was a chance for them to like not make the same mistake that every gay romance movie makes and they didn't and it makes Ah. me frustrated like during the end credits part you see i'm not going to spoil what happens in the movie but uh during the end credits part like you know how they always show sort of like what happens to all the characters afterwards Mm -hmm. um and you see like some one of the two boys spending time with a, a new person mm-hmm. and like one of the big criticisms of of d- depictions of gay relationships in film is that like in order to make your gay characters quote unquote likable they have to have true love instantly with the first person that they're with and that's like mm-hmm. their like their holy love is transcends how terrible being gay is or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. i know what you uh, mean. yeah and so like I would have loved if they'd been like, and these boys had a relationship, and then they, but they were like, you know, thirteen or whatever. So as they grew up, they 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 just stayed friends, but they dated other people or whatever. That would have been great, but no, they didn't do that. No, of course not. Oh <laughs> <clears throat> so. uh, well. Anyway, Louisa, what did you do this week? Wink. Oh, quick! Can we do a quick aside outside of the podcast, and you tell me what you tell me with words? No, what you, you talk about. Yes. You can't trust Jeff to delete it out of the podcast. Yeah, I absolutely wouldn't do that. Um, oh my god, I have no idea. Like, not what were what were you going to talk about, Louisa? Uh, yeah, but I went and did something thing. this week for the first time in eighteen months. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. You could do that one. So what was it? Uh, well, we'll talk. Well. I don't know. We can talk about it later. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about ice cream stuff, because okay. we've been talking a lot oh. in our Discord about ice cream stuff. Oh, there will be more ice cream stuff in the future. Yeah, we're going to wait until <laughs> the ice cream gets started. I'm bullying all our, wait, our what friends that into mean, making Jeff? ice cream. I mean, once you guys start making your uh, Eldritch ice creams, then we can we've talk about We've already been them. doing it! We've been doing it! I've been doing you it! You didn't make yeah. your General So's ice cream yet, did you? <laughs> No, not yet. See? I think I need to use rice milk for that, right? <laughs> oh my god. I think that you need to not make it. <laughs> it tastes so you. bad. I bet General So's ice cream would taste good. It's sweet. What a, General So's sauce is sweet. Is it going to have like a fried egg noodle swirl in it? You can put those little crunchy that's... noodles in yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Cr- yeah. I, I said panko uh, crumbs. I think I still think that would be better because like... The noodles have, like, their own flavor to them. Yes. Whereas, like, when I think General Tso's, I think of that, like, battered and fried, you know, protein. Those noodles are fried, so they're a little bit laminated against moisture, whereas panko crumbs are just dry and they are meant to absorb moisture, so I think they will just turn into mush into your ice cream. Unless you fry them before you add them first. They're already fried, though. Panko crumbs? No, No, they're they're not. Dried, desiccated. Um, what am I thinking of? Bread. Tempura flakes. Tempura flakes. Oh, maybe. Are fried. Maybe. Yeah, those ones. What about Rice Krispies, not sweetened? Oh, maybe. That's a thought. Um, but uh, Ben and Jerry's cookbook has told me that you can put water absorbing stuff in there as long as you do it right at the end of the freeze cycle. True. Okay. So yeah, it's so. worth an experiment, though. No, yep. we'll talk about ice cream in the future. But this week, I went to a minor league baseball game with some friends, and this Mm -hmm. is the first time I've done any sort of activity in, like I said, I think about 18 months. Mm -hmm. Did your team win? Yes, they did. In 13 innings, we did not stay for the whole game. (laughs) They did win. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, Was it, were you dying of sun exposure? (laughs) No, here's the thing. The game started at 7, so we were there in in a good time. What? A.M.? No, P.M. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why on earth would it be A.M.? <laughs> Why would it be P.M.? <laughs> because it's a Wednesday night. <laughs> well, That's I don't know. Baseball is an evening ballpark. sport. Yeah. It's definitely not. It's usually a daytime sport. Mmm. <laughs> Often it's not. Though. Late June, there's still a solid two hours of daylight at 7 yeah. p.m. Yeah, yeah. But we were yeah. there at the point where the sun wasn't shining directly on you, which is great. And I did the thing... 
like we were talking before, ooh, uh, uh, Aerosmith, I don't want to miss the thing. Uh-huh. The thing when, what happened was, okay, so this is <laughs> a Wednesday, the end of June, the very end of June, right? Yes. It was 72 degrees during the day, 62 degrees at night, and the humidity was at like 30%. Crazy. So How does that happen? So incredibly good that yeah. the whole time I'm like, there's no bugs and it's the perfect temperature and I'm not sweating at all, but I'm outside and it's oh, like man, a you beautiful had a real night. Field of dreams night. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I have to absorb this feeling to last me all summer. Until <laughs> I need to write a John Cougar Mellencamp song about this this evening. <laughs> and there was a full moon, so it was just beautiful all around. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, yeah, that feeling like I can't, I can't appreciate this anything less than 100% the entire time I'm here, or I will <laughs> Did that ruin the experience for you? <laughs> no, but I kept being worried that it would. Uh, but, oh man, it was very good. Yes, everything about it, being outside. I forgot how nice it is in the summer if it's not extremely humid and filled with bugs. Man. Yeah, do you think that that is like an experience that will that will never happen again after the next six months or whatever? I keep on thinking about like the one temperate summer day we have, I'm always like, well, these are going away. Yeah, but then when I remember back being a kid, I don't remember any nice summer days. What? Hmm. I remember (laughs) when I was a kid spending, like, all of every summer day out in the playground behind our house. Yeah. Because it wasn't too hot to move, and I could just enjoy, like, running around and exploring during the summer. Maybe there would Hmm. be one day when it was too hot to move. Now... Literally every day after mid-May is too hot to even open the door. That's interesting. I remember being outside, but I always remember being too hot and uncomfortable and often getting a headache. This and, this past week was yeah. really nice out. Yes, it really was. Yes. So I feel like it used to be like this the whole summer. Uh, see, I don't remember that. Mm. Anyway, it was very good. And yeah, did you guys do anything in the middle of the week when it was so, so nice? I mean, I was working, so not really. I mean, in the evening, so. Oh, you guys sat outside, Jen said, on that night. Outside, sat outside. Your wife, Jen. Yes, I know Jen. Saying things when we make noises with our mouth, that's called saying things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think what night we sat outside. Wednesday! Yeah, I know, but what were we doing? (laughs) So you said uh, you saw deer out in the yard. Uh, that's true. I mean, I think we were just bringing something in from outside. I don't think we were, like, spending any time out there. Um, I've been anyway. going to the park after work and setting up my hammock between two trees and hanging that's out. That's pretty nice. It's so good, especially with the, like, <laughs> breeze coming in off of the foul East River. Um, mm-hmm, getting yeah. to look at the two bridges that are nearby. Ah, oh, it's nice. Yeah. Do you get, do you get any tufts giving you a hard time? Nope. <laughs> With a switchblade? I wish. <laughs> I'm ready. That's how you want to die. <laughs> That's how I, I want to be a hero. I want to go out a hero. Uh-huh. <laughs> you want to die when the tufts wrap you up in that hammock and then spin it around so fast that all your blood comes out through <laughs> And then stab force. you through the fabric of the fa- <laughs> yep. hammock so that you drip blood everywhere. All of my bones <laughs> pop out of my nose. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Uh, so, it was, uh, to, for anyone who cares, I know nobody does, but it was the uh, Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs that we saw playing. That's a against. cool goddamn name. They were playing against, uh, I think it's Scranton, I'm not sure exactly the town, but the Rail Riders. The Scranton Jim Halperts. And they, yeah, exactly. they uh, <laughs> rode them out of town on a rail. Mm. Yeah. Because they won. Good. Good stuff. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm glad we all agree. <laughs> Did someone come uh, up to bat that everyone thought was going to win the game, and then they didn't, and then the whole town was sad afterwards? Yeah. Yeah, was it the Mudville Rail Riders? Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff, for annotating the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to uh, make like it the... more explicit, because it was very clear that Matt couldn't remember any of the details that would make That's it That's not true! I yeah. remembered all of it! I was trying to be more subtle than you. Yeah, Matt was being oblique. I got it. Yes. There was no joy in Mudville. Yeah, um, here's something confusing. I don't know if you guys know about this, but minor league teams have alternates, mm-hmm. um, which are like silly things. Like uh, there's a uh, like a sushi race. <laughs> well, they do have that. That's so- a separate thing. <laughs> yeah. But they'll change their team name to a fake thing, like the Long Island. I forget their real name. They became the Pizza Rats for a while. 
Yeah, pretty you good. Know, so they could just sell more merch. It's fun and cute. Uh, but there's the uh, Hispanic Heritage uh, nationwide thing where all the team, the minor league teams have uh, uh, alternate names for that. Okay. And the Iron Pigs were playing as the Coquis, which are uh, Puerto Rican little frogs. Aww. Oh. So it was very cute. But what yeah. made me mad is the Rail Riders were just being the fucking Rail Riders. They also have an alternate, but they weren't being them. That's so bizarre. Bullshit, right? <laughs> Do they have different uniforms or anything? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. They must have to have a lot of uniforms. Yeah, I think teams do, which I think you and I, Matt, probably don't know enough about sports to really think about this, but apparently they have new color schemes or, like, special nights for something, like, fucking constantly. They are constantly changing their uniforms. Uh, When you say special nights, is that with a K or an N? (laughs) Yeah, it's the Lehigh Valley (laughs) Special Nights. That's their alternate name. (laughs) (laughs) For when they play at medieval times. I like that they're special nights. Like, they're the special boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The precious angel oh, nights. Special boys would be an amazing name for a baseball team. <laughs> That's definitely the name of a baseball team from, like, 1904. <laughs> it does make sense. The Boston yeah. City yeah. Special Boys. <laughs> uh, the toughest baseball team in the world. <laughs> Versus the Brooklyn Toughies. <laughs> the second toughest team. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna uh, have the guts to finally name their team like the uh, baseball league winners? <laughs> right? Uh, that's a that seems like a very like Trump Republican way of naming your team. Ugh, you're right. You ruined it yeah. for me. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm looking at the uniform for the Staten Island Pizza Rats, and it's delightful. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wanted a t-shirt and I didn't get one in time. They're all gone. The logo is NYC, but the Y is a slice of pizza with a bite taken out of the crust. Oh, that's like where good. the pizza rat was dragging his slice. Yeah. Although eating the pizza from the crust is a nightmare. They have a, yeah, a... rats don't have any rules. About exactly. Oh, they, no, it was stuffed so it was free. It was stuffed guys. crust. <laughs> I wish I was a rat. <laughs> uh there's a little pizza chef rat carrying a slice of pizza and looking mean as the mascot. Great. Here's the thing. I want a mascot costume for all of these alternate alternate names, and I know they don't have those. Yeah, they don't. As far as I know, they don't. You're correct. I mean, the, that would be insanely expensive. Mm, yes. but, but it would be so cool. Like, maybe there is one? I'm looking up to see if there's a Pizza Rats mascot costume. We have to see the Iron Pig roaming around. His name is Ferris. Get it? So that's yep. pretty good. Pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. That doesn't but, have a shirt that says Save Ferris on it. No. Ugh. His um uh baseball number is the atomic number of uh iron though. That's pretty good. Okay. What is that? Like uh 20, 11? Oh shit, now I forget. 20? 26, I think. Yeah, somewhere in there. <laughs> anyway, but he's uh the mascot costume is built kind of like um the fanatic where he's just like a big pear-shaped dumpy guy all covered Aww. in gray fur, but he's got a pig yeah. face. That's probably like the that. best mascot, like, <laughs> format, right? Yeah, we all love I Gritty. Guess. The worst one is a, hu- a regular human body with just a head. Yeah, yeah. that's the worst The absolute mascot. worst. Especially if the mascot Actually, is, like, a cowboy or a knight or, like, just, it's <laughs> yeah. a man, but you have to have say, a head that's five times bigger. I was gonna say, Rutgers, the university that <laughs> Jeff and I went to, uh, had the worst of both worlds, because they had two mascots. There was the... One that was just a man with a he- giant knight head, which sucked, and he was so cartoony and gross and terrible. Mm-hmm. And then there was a person that was just a regular human being wearing a red suit of armor. No, that ruled yeah. because he would ride out onto the field on a horse. Yeah, riding on a horse is pretty good. The horse is good. The Just being a person wearing a suit of armor is not... You're not a mascot, you're just a knight. Mm. Uh, so there's no Pizza Rat mascot costume. This team is normally the Staten yeah. Island Yankees, and their mascot is a uh, cow wearing an Uncle Sam hat. Now, <laughs> the Yankees is a terrible name. What are you doing? Yeah, they have the same logo as the regular Yankees who play a train ride away. You know, now, I think guys. the fucking Rail Riders are a team for the Yankees as well, because they had little Yankees logos on their sleeves. Now, guys, could we get internet famous by having a Halloween party every year where you had to come dressed as what you imagine the mascot of one of these minor league baseball teams would look like? Mm. Yes, I'm going to say yes. And It would be really hard to do with uh, my budget, so I'm going to start saving now. Yeah. 
I mean, everyone can make a paper mache head. That's not that hard. No, yeah. I want it to be professional quality. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna commission someone to make it. Yeah, for you. I have to pay eleven hundred dollars to get a professional <laughs> fur suit of the Staten Island Pizza Rat made. <laughs> Yeah, for for the party, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> not, not for other reasons. Yeah, definitely not for sex reasons. <laughs> yep. uh, Jeff, what did you do this week? <laughs> uh, I finally got my... Um, driver's license. Yeah, I finally got my driver's license. I made a whole hit song about it. You can hear it I under the stage name Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, no. Oh, no, is that a new thing? Damn. Yeah, there's... I we genuinely... the Corey's movie, License to Drive. Uh, no, there's a song I called love... Driver's License that was a big hit this year. I love when you guys are talking about a thing that I don't know, but I can tell that it's a reference to something. I was talking about an 80s movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, okay. He also doesn't know it. Yeah, I mean, oh, I know man. of it, but whatever. It's just fun. It makes me feel like, like I'm like you're speaking a different language from you guys. <laughs> um, I, I ordered on Indiegogo, maybe in like March or April, uh, a machine called the Aya Neo which is a handheld mm-hmm. gaming PC. Um, okay. It's like a tablet? Uh, it is basically like, imagine if the Switch was twice as thick, but like the same form factor. Uh, is that thick with two Cs? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's got a huge... It's got a silicon ass that you can squeeze with your fingers it's got a, that's, the, it. that's how you control the game. A big dump truck <laughs> ass made by Radeon Graphics. Um, mm-hmm. And it's... It's, um, it runs Windows 10, like, it's a normal full PC, I can plug it into a monitor if I want, but it also has, like, a built-in controller and a built-in screen. Um, Could you plug in a keyboard and use it for work? Yep. Mm, pretty good. Yep. It's just a little computer in the form factor of a Nintendo Switch. Yes. Right? Uh, yes, it has three USB-C ports, so if I get the right adapters, I can plug in whatever accessories I want. It also works, it has Bluetooth, uh, and the Wi-Fi chip in it is incredible. Like, it's the fastest Wi-Fi I've ever used. Um, I was getting, like, full, I would click, like, okay, this uh, game is four gigs, I'm gonna click download, and then, like, less than a minute later, it would be like, we're done installing that game that you did not have downloaded yet. Uh, You're always impressed by that kind of stuff, Jeff. It's pretty good. <laughs> I like to see you impressed by it because I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's just like I, I, it's it's got a solid state drive like built right onto the motherboard, and so like everything about moving data around is very fast. And I still have memory of like when you had to dedicate a chunk of your day to viewing a single JPEG. Yes. <laughs> so it's uh it's really nice. Um. I've been playing stuff on it just to, like, test it out. Jeff, real quick, we're getting a lot of squeaking noises from, <laughs> I assume, you moving your weird microphone setup around. No, I think it's the chair, probably. Yeah, oh, maybe it's in a leather chair. I'm trying not to I, Jeff, is, yeah. Jeff is trapped inside a balloon, you guys. I was going to say, I know the thing is that Jeff is sitting in a leather chair that squeaks, but in my mind, he is sitting on a chair entirely made of balloon animals. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm actually currently at a um, Flaming Lips concert. In mm. one of those uh, big hamster ball mm. balloons that they put all the audience in. Yeah, you're one of those. Okay. You, you're one of those Cirque du Soleil guys that has just your head poking out of a giant balloon. No, I got to keep the head in there. COVID. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, you'll suffocate if you don't have your head out, though. Uh, no, I've got to have your head. Brought out. an oxygen tank in here. <laughs> oh, like one of those Burning Man. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, I've been testing games out on it. It runs Grand Theft Auto Five at maximum settings. Um smoothly. Is that the newest Grand Theft Auto? Yes. Uh, it, okay. it runs Subnautica better than my PlayStation 4 did. Um, nice. Which makes me wish I had waited and played it on <laughs> this. Uh, or had just tried playing it on my normal PC, because it probably would have run better than it did on the PS4, where it like lagged a lot and crashed regularly. Um, I. It's just like, it's really cool to have because I always want to buy games on the Switch, they're always more expensive on the Switch, but the main reason I want them on the Switch is to play them in handheld mode. So now I can just do that with 
any game available on the PC, and then I can also use PlayStation Now and uh, Xbox Cloud Streaming on this thing. So it's just, I have access to so much stuff. Uh, It'll even run the Wii U emulator Simu uh, and run Breath of the Wild at full speed. I want to see if I can get my my save data transferred off of my Wii U so that I can continue playing uh, on I this. keep forgetting that you played that oh, the, yeah. the greatest game of all time on the worst console of all time. <laughs> it's, it's the exact exact same game. The only difference is there's isn't. the only difference is that there's some more particle effects on the Switch version. They are identical. Uh, you're forgetting the fact that it's in the Switch version, it's not controlled by a, like, tablet for toddlers from the 1990s. You can you just use a regular controller for the Wii U version. Yeah, but you can't do the Switch controllers, the little handhelds. That's the best way to play it. That's pretty good. I guess. I, I usually use the Joy-Cons as, like, a, what you call it, like a put-together controller. I like to have them separate so that I can have my hands on, like, the armrests of the chair I'm in mm. and not have to worry about their relation to one another. I'll do that when I'm uh, very depressed. Just like <laughs> really tired. Like I, it, my arms are not even hitting the arms of the chair. They're just like next to me on the seat part of the chair and I'm fully... Oh, they're not... I thought you were saying they were over the arms of the chair and dangling down like a murder <laughs> victim on Law & Order SVU. No, no. It's more like a murder victim on uh, like the type of sort of thing where it's a surprise that there's a murder victim in the chair when you turn it around so all of oh, like people a are like vic- oh jeff's murder- sleeping oh no <laughs> yeah yeah like a poirot exactly yeah. yeah you turn you turn around my chair and i'm laying there just uh but imagine me doing that but i'm playing super mario and having a <laughs> but grand you do still time. have one of those tiny cordial glasses that everyone drinks out of in every episode of poirot. Yep. Okay. i do also then- still have the gray pallor of a corpse and a little bit of blood <laughs> leaking out of the corner of my mouth yeah. <laughs> uh, but this has been a very cool experience. I was. Yeah, the, literally the only reason that I enjoyed having a Surface tablet laptop is because it was a tablet that could run Windows OS so that I could play Steam games on it. So, since that is now way too old to use, I'm. Th- it, this sounds like a pretty good solution. Although they're like. Like, over $1,000. Yeah, I got it at a lower price because I backed the Indiegogo, but um, the uh, the retail price I was looking on the website is, like, $1,013 or something. Dang. Um, yeah, that's very expensive. That's very expensive. But the, uh, the fact that they are now, like, there's a bunch of companies who are doing things like this. Uh, like, there was a company that sort of made these niche uh, devices called the GPD Win. Uh, which was a little Windows thing that was in the form factor of, like, a really bulky 3DS. Um, Mm -hmm. And they just made one that is more uh, Switch-like. And then there's some other third company that is making one that's maybe a piece of uh, vapor hardware. Hmm. Is that a thing? Vapor hardware, as in you can smoke it? Yeah. Uh, I I just, I don't know if we have a term for uh, vaporware if it's hardware instead of software. (laughs) Is it still just vaporware? I think it's called a vaping rig. Okay, yeah. It's, it, it, Wait, hold on. Isn't vaporware stuff that never actually gets made? Yes. So this is hardware that never got made, but you have some? Uh, no, no. Think? There's this other third one that is like, uh, that's been in development for long enough that some of the people who crowdfunded it are like, mm, I don't think this is actually getting made. <laughs> yeah, I, I mm. kickstarted a, um, a set of headphones that could monitor your heart rate for exercising uh, I want to say eight years ago, maybe. Uh-huh. So far, I haven't seen any progress on that yeah. one. A lot, a lot of pictures of the creator in Cancun, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I I liked a few years ago when Kickstarter when the people were saying, "Well, isn't it kind of a scam?" Was it Kickstarter where you don't, they don't have to give your money back if they don't make the thing? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You can sue the hell out of them, though. Not Kickstarter, well, sure. but the people who took your money. Right. Right. But uh, Kickstarter's answer to that when people started raising that question a lot was, oh, well, most people only uh, invest about $25 in things on average. Mm. Like, that was their full answer. Oh, you probably are only going to lose, like, $25, so don't worry about it. I mean, in Kickstarter's defense, like, (laughs) if you come to them and say, this sucks, then, like, their answer is, yeah. (laughs) 
What, <laughs> Man. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> like, you knew I the risks when you came in. I was just skimming off the top. I get paid either way, says Kickstarter. I mean, like, they're not making the projects. They just host it. They don't know. It's not their problem. I know. I don't know. But like, they could they could have policies that would make people need to pay people back. If yeah, but then they'd have to them. enforce those yeah, policies. I know. And I know. That's a whole other They thing. don't want to is the point, though. But they yeah. could do that to protect you. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's I, sort of like how Uber says, like, I don't know. There's just these people who drive. They're our drivers, but, like, they're not our employees. We don't know who they are. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not like that at all. Like, <laughs> the... If if Uber on their like when you signed up for a ride popped up a little warning that's like just so you know we don't check to see if everyone has driver's licenses like then then maybe it would be comparable but like everyone knows what Kickstarter is everyone knows it's gambling I don't know <laughs> well, I I just think it's annoying when people get butt hurt about it I think it's a pretty shitty for Kickstarter to release a statement that's like oh well you probably didn't lose that much money so it's fine that's my well, point. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's all they could do. I think that's the th- that's more than I expected of them. If I'm being honest. No. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um. So that's all I have to say about that. Let's do the thing. Nice. All right. Uh. So what we do on this show is we put a random word into WikiHow, uh, the suggested articles page, so that we can see the types of questions people have been asking about that word, and then we give our advice on it. And uh, the word we got this week was inside. Talk about Pixar movies, am I right? Hey, yeah, inside out. I don't remember what happened in that movie. Hooray. Is that the one, is that the one with um, Amy Poehler as like a Yeah, she's a fairy. Was she in it? Was Mindy Kaling in it? Joy. Yeah, Mindy yeah. Kaling's there. Lewis Black plays the embodiment of anger. Oh, yeah. yeah that sounds right. Um, they are all made out of sparkles or whatever. It's a movie that seems like it's going to be gay and then isn't. <laughs> oh, like every Pixar into, movie. Yeah. <laughs> then at the end, it turns out the girl was the ghost of her grandma the whole time or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so the first one I notice is something Matt has done many mm-hmm. times, which is clean lint from inside dryer. Why do you say I've done it? You say it like it's a personal failing. Although that's no, just no. how you talk to me all the time anyway, <laughs> so I don't know. No, you've done it extensively. We've all cleaned yes. out a lint trap. I have never gone in and dug lint out of the uh, tubes. Yeah, I've rented a lot of very bad places, and as a result, I've had to, like, snake out a lint uh, vent more than once in my life. That is true. Oh, it's pretty satisfying, I bet, though. It's satisfying to remove, like, a plumbing clog. It is, except, I mean, the same problem with both dryer uh, exhaust pipes and plumbing clogs is that it's always wetter than you wished it was. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And there's weird chunks of black stuff (laughs) you didn't want to look at. (laughs) The smell, just the smell is not good. Um, But I think this person means, like, the lint that builds up that doesn't get caught in your lint trap, like well, inside the actual body of the dryer. Yeah, I've Maybe. noticed that'll happen, but if you let the thing dry completely, then all that lint comes loose and gets trapped like it should. Yeah. Also, so lint sticks to itself, so just get some lint and then use that to wipe out the inside of the thing, <laughs> and then you'll get all the lint together. It's a vicious cycle. You always need more lint. <clears throat> yeah, it's like a sourdough starter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, add lint to your sourdough starter. Oh, it might work. <laughs> oh, mm. man. Is this Blight. one of the things where you can put in tennis balls, or does that just fluff up your uh, duvet? I think that just fluffs it up. I would I would imagine it gives you more lint, not less lint. That's probably true. <laughs> a lot of people want to clean the inside of their computers or gaming consoles, and to those people I want to say, why? Well, they're filled with gross, greasy dust. Yeah, it's got all, all that gamer all goo in there. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know why you, we've already talked about this, but I don't know why you don't think that's a problem. I mean, it's, it's, just don't look in there. <laughs> <laughs> mm, but what if you want to get your vacuum cleaner in there just for a minute? No. Yeah. yeah never do that one. <laughs> just open the PS2 and blast, uh-huh. blast all the dust out of it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. get one of those little, uh, freeze With one of those Vuvuzelas? Yeah. Yeah, spit, get spit all, all, all over the microchips <laughs> with a Vuvuzela. Yeah. Uh, no, you blast the dust out of it. Maybe like wipe it down with alcohol or something that is not water. <laughs> I like how Jeff, you're saying 
your your advice for cleaning out the inside of a computer is all right. So once you've cleaned it out, then what you do? You like, blast it all out of there with the, compressed air. Well, or something. How blast what out? Oh, how compressed air? Oh, yeah. like a like an air horn vacuum on reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he even so have good. this button? <laughs> I don't know. They had it in all the old Looney Tunes. <laughs> Uh, how to vacuum oh, inside God. a baby's nursery? Just do it. This is, what? Why, yeah. this is baffling to me because you know you can take the baby out of there, right? Uh, you can you can take the nursery out of the baby, but you can never take the baby out <laughs> oh, of the God, nursery. You should take that nursery out of that baby if it's in there. It's not good when this baby oh, sits around the nursery. Ooh. <laughs> oh man, your baby's so ugly. <laughs> uh, uh, holy crap. Uh, but why would it? Be, is there a reason it's harder to vacuum inside a baby's nursery than it is to vacuum anywhere else? You don't else? want to wake the baby. Got insane about probably got insane about particles. That's all. So just get a vacuum cleaner yeah, with if, a filter. Oh, what if my baby gets too statically charged? Mm, yeah, mm, if, it'll turn into an X Man. <laughs> if babies breathe <laughs> yes. particles, they do go insane, though. Mm. <laughs> That's what happened to me. Um, how to clean the inside of infant nose? I hate how that's phrased. Yeah. You get one of those little bulb things and uh, stop just sort of removing the baby's brain with it. Mm. No, to remove the brain, you need to get one of those ancient Egyptian hook things like they had (laughs) at the Scorpion King. I mean, you could probably use that to clean out a nose, too, but you just have to be really really careful. careful. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, be so careful. Uh, clean the inside of a kettle. This is one that I struggle with. I've done it many times with a bo- bottle brush, but it always feels like I'm not doing a good job. Here's what you do. Don't. You buy a oh. cheap kettle, and then when it starts to seem weird, you just throw that motherfucker away. <laughs> Get a new kettle. Yeah, don't clean it, no. is my advice. I only use an electric kettle because I'm a normal person and not some kind of caveman. And I'm not going to throw away my electric kettle, that's crazy. Well, of course, but I think this person means a stovetop kettle, because those are sealed, so you can't actually get inside, which is why it would be so hard to clean. Kettles are sealed. I mean, they usually have, like, a lid on top to open up. Some of them do, but it's often very small also. But I would probably just put a bunch of white vinegar in there, that's good for anything in the kitchen. And then boil it. Then your tea tastes like vinegar for months. Nah, nah, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um... I left water in my electric kettle accidentally while I went away for a weekend, and then for the week after, when I got back, every cup of tea I had tasted like aluminum. Whoa. Oh, no. Why? Did you pour the water out and clean it and put new water in? After the first cup, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I fucked up, and so I poured it out and then refilled it, and it still tasted a little bit like aluminum for a couple more cups before it got fine again. Bless. That's weird. Yeah, not good. Um, How to paint inside. Open the windows, idiot. Yeah, put your painter's tape up first. Don't leave that yeah. for later. So first you need to get down a tarp paint. on the ground for sure. Get a bunch of paper, put that over anything you don't want paint on. Yeah, take off all these switch plates and uh, light switch covers. You're going to forget about that, but you need to do it. Uh, if your instinct is to go outside, because that's where you usually paint, don't. You're painting inside today. Yeah. Now, what if they mean how to paint inside your body? Like, how do you get the inside of your body to look as stylish as the outside? Mm, you want to eat acrylic paint, because that's non-toxic. Mm. You do mm-hmm. not want to eat oil paint. Now, is there a way to get good even coverage? Do you need to do some kind of, like, somersault? Uh, uh, you can put it into a smoothie. I think there, there are various children's candies from the early 2000s that purport <laughs> oh, to paint your true. insides. <laughs> yeah, You could probably true. just drink one of those. I mean, your tongue counts as your insides, I think. Yeah, if you just swallow that instead of letting it sit on your tongue to absorb the flavor, then it'll paint the rest of you. How to insert a memory stick inside a PSP. What a weird way to say that. There's like a slot for it. Just stick it in there. Yeah, like, why did you say insert and inside? You don't need both of those. Yeah, like insert into would be a better... Yeah. Yeah. Also, but then it wouldn't have come up on this search, I guess. True. Are you guys having the the uh, cognitive dissonance thing where the word inside looks spelled wrong now? <laughs> oh, I'm a little bit. It. <laughs> um, how to fix an inside-out golf slice. Is that like a special type of pizza? 
Sounds like a cake thing. Mm. Hmm. Golf slice. Uh, I would say first you start with the dough, be it cake or pizza. Uh, yeah, cake dough. Whatever <laughs> toppings you use for it, whether it is frosting or some type of sauce. Mm. Uh, and then cheese or some type of icing or candies. Depending on whether this Jeff. is pizza or cake. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of you writing a recipe blog where every recipe is two different recipes and each step is just a cheese to your own adventure. I just need this page to cover fix as in prepare. And inside-out golf slice for whether that means pizza or cake, even though it definitely means when the golf ball goes uh, to one side or the other in a way that you don't like. How can you have an inside-out golf thing, though? Yeah, I don't. What does that mean? I don't know. Did you did you somehow hit the ball with the handle of your club? (laughs) Did you hit it backwards somehow? How did you do that? Did you make it swing (laughs) over the top of the swing set? And all the way back around, so it hits you in the ass. <laughs> so that it turns inside out, like inside oh, out. We're back right? into Looney Tunes territory now. <laughs> no, I wanted to say, when Jeff was talking about the pizza cake, when he said cheese or, I really wanted it to be like one of those old commercials where they show somebody making a pizza and they have that handful of shredded mozzarella and they like gently put it onto the pizza, but mm. it's a handful of sprinkles. <laughs> like, there's so many fucking sprinkles. They're spreading it on top of the cake, but like squishing it. <laughs> Yes, with their hands, yes. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, how, how to do the inside turn uh, in advanced salsa. Oh, shit. I don't know anything about dancing. Mm. Matt, you've taken dance. It's true. I've taken salsa dancing. Um, and? You need, like, a spoon. I'm, I mean, the thing is that as the person who typically leads in these dances, I don't have to do a lot. <laughs> So I don't know, man. I just direct you to do it, and then you figure it out. Uh, How to to grow bamboo inside is a very suspicious request. What do you need to do (laughs) that for? Illegal bamboo grow operation. Yeah, You're doing that thing where you torture someone by growing a bamboo through their body? Yeah, is that what you're doing? That's definitely what Mm. you're doing. Of course that's what you're doing. Um, how to clean ink from the inside of a dryer is one that I feel deep in my soul. I've left so many pens in my pockets that have exploded and stained the dryer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the one right before that is exactly the same thing, but even more specific because they want to remove red ink from a clothes That's dryer. blood, right? This person is being like, uh, yeah, yeah. red ink. Yeah, this yeah. request yeah. comes red. It's important. from Lanable Hector. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I do love Hector. He's so lanable. Uh, I really like the way this is phrased. Install DirecTV satellite inside the house. I know what you mean, but I like the idea of, like, I'm putting together this satellite inside. But, like, maybe they do want to install the dish for DirecTV satellite TV inside of their house. No, I'm saying they in- they're they installing the satellite inside their house. Mm-hmm. Oh. Let's put it together in your basement. You would get fucking incredible reception. It would be really big, though, right? Satellites are really big, aren't they? Oh, yes. Mm. They don't have to be, I don't think. Do they? What the DirecTV satellite does. Well, sure. But if it's just for you, a personal satellite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your this one's just A little satellite. It's small enough <laughs> it that it says, orbits your head. It just says Matt's satellite on it. Oh, it's, it's got, so cute! It doesn't... It's got my hand pressed into a heart-shaped piece of plastic. Why doesn't it say Matalite? <laughs> Oh, good point. That's how I could. That's how I could prove the... it doesn't exist. I was conf- I was worried people would confuse it with Madeline, the children's book. Mm. You're not a little French girl. Mm, not all the time. Mm. Oh. Secrets. I'm a million different people from one day to the next. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Can you put that song at the end of the episode, please? Yes, Jeff? please, Jeff. Uh, genuinely, what song? <laughs> 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 I know I make that joke a lot, but. <laughs> I still don't think you're serious. Uh, I I think this one this one was probably asked by uh, the Elven uh, craftsman Calibrimbor how to create your own ring with engravings inside and out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He misspelled it though. How to create your one ring with engravings inside <laughs> and out is what he meant to. <laughs> well, his first language is Elven. Yeah, so. they probably have a lot of W's in there instead of normal letters. Yeah. I mean, um, making making a ring is probably not that hard, right? You just need like a, a strip of metal, and you get it hot and bend it around a, a tube. <laughs> yeah, the easy stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And then you just need a Dremel, and you can engrave fucking anything you want. I don't... Yeah, no, you're right. I thought about it, and you were right. It was <laughs> it was way harder in Middle Earth times when they didn't have they hadn't I invented think... Dremels yet. <laughs> I mean, you're right that with Dremels, getting the inside and out thing is pretty easy because you could just cut all the way through the ring. Exactly. <laughs> well, I like the idea that it's uh, it's not an engraving, but it's like fully cutting through the ring to make it have yeah. like holes in it of the. It's like a pierce work ring. I like it. <laughs> And if it's a big enough ring, it'll squish all your finger meat out through the holes. Yeah, <laughs> yep. that's what I really want. That's what I got the ring for. Yep. And if you get get it super hot and then put it on, it'll brand your finger with the engraving. Uh, and you can get uh, suntan lines under your um, ring. Ooh, yeah, that, that's just, this is all good They'll stuff. They'll spell out all those uh, cursive words that nerds know. How to finger pick inside out on a guitar. What does that mean? I is, that that. is that the Eve Six song? Is that that Eve Six song? Buy nothing but faith in nothing. Mm. Want to put my tender heart in a blender. Oh yeah, the heart in a blender song is Eve Six. Beautiful oblivion. Yeah, I know that, but is that Inside Out? Um, what is that song called? God, I don't know. I just follow the Eve Six guy on uh, Twitter. <laughs> Why? Ask because Jeff, he's tweet at, ex- tweet at him and ask him what that song. He's called. so funny on Twitter. He just randomly started tweeting from the official Eve Six account like a year ago, and he's great. Uh, yes, heart in a blender song is inside out by eve six ah you did it good job i nailed it although i still want you to tweet at eve six guy and be like hey what's that song that you did what's that song that either made or ruined your life he he calls it the heart in a blender song (laughs) on and he said he was like i was 22 and a virgin when i wrote that it's a bad song (laughs) that's very good (laughs) that is very good i love that anyway uh finger picking is just playing one string of your guitar at a time so start from the inside strings to the outside Mm -hmm. what does that mean uh inside what like innermost uh on the on the what does innermost mean they're in a line (laughs) yeah exactly there's some that are between others Oh, I see. The ones that are most between. Yes. Okay, now I get it. I thought... Okay. I thought you meant, like, closest to your body in some way. Well, there is... There are going to be strings that are closest to your body when you're holding the guitar, because there's some... Yeah, and those would always be the same. At an angle, huh? Well, the ones closest to your body would always be the same ones if you're not switching hands to play guitar with. Well, you know, I guess that they, like... They would all be equally spaced from your body, but there would be some that were yes. closest to your face. Yeah, your face is not you. I, I make that mistake all the time, but your whole body counts as you. Yeah, but That's my your face affirmation is... affirmation that you say into the mirror every day. This face is not me. This face is not me. You're not your face. You're more than that. Um, I, I, it's, it's just that, like, all the stuff that you use to perceive anything is in your face. Yes. So, I don't know. I'm there. Like, that's where I am, is in the face. <laughs> oh, interesting. We've already d- established that Jeff doesn't believe that the uh, human essence is the soul or the mind. But apparently it is the face. Uh, yeah. No, it's just... We've all, heard, we've all heard that the eyes are the windows to the soul, but Jeff posits they're also the window from the soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Very intriguing. Yeah, the face is the window to the soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just took the thing that was already a thing and made it less specific. Yeah, and much less poetic as well. Yeah. The face is the window right, to the guy. <laughs> uh, and finally, the one that I think we need Jeff to weigh in how on dare you. is how to stop an inside cat from peeing on the I bed. I say that. Uh, <laughs> love him. You have to clean out the litter box and demonstrate that you care about the cat. But doesn't your cat pee on your bed all the time? No. I was really to. afraid when you said demonstrate. You're going to have to demonstrate for the cat to pee in the litter box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> that explains a lot, actually. <laughs> but now, now, hold on. I know, listen, this is a safe space. We're all, we're all friends here. Jeff, have you tried it? Peeing in a litter box? Yeah, just one time. No. Just to see. I pee. Just to see what it's I like. I pee so much more than a cat. I would just fill the litter box <laughs> in like one go. They're not very big. <laughs> All right, Jeff, I'm glad that you passed the test, because Matt said it was a safe space, but it was not a safe space. I would have been very upset if you peed in that litter box. Uh, I'm just saying, 
you you would want to know what it's like, I think. If you had a litter box around, you'd just try it out one You're time. saying that Matt, you would want to know what it's like. you've done that? <laughs> you pervert. Yeah, I bet you would want to. I don't have a litter box, and I never will. But... I'm glad. You have had roommates with cats, so are you saying you have peed in a litter box? I mean, it wasn't my cat. That's just rude to pee in someone else's litter box. (laughs) It's always someone else's litter box. It's the cat's litter box. (laughs) Well, I guess I could get myself just for me. You could just get your own litter box, you freaking Yeah, and I could put my (sighs) hand-printed plaster heart on the side and call it Matt Satellite. (laughs) God, I hate this. Yeah, this is very bad. Everything about this is stupid. Final episode. Uh, make Probably. an inside-out California roll. Just put the nori on the inside, I guess. Yeah. Which one's a nori? The seaweed sheet. Black seaweed mm. wrapper. I always confuse nori and natto. Oh, that's the sticky, gross beans. That's the uh, disgusting, bug-looking Yeah, one. natto is the fermented soybeans. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. I think miso is also fermented soybeans. There's a lot of fermenting is, and a lot yeah. of soybeans. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Well, we ferment milk products and... Asian cultures ferment Wait, soybeans, do we so. ferment milk products? I thought that was, like, mostly Eastern Europe. I mean, white Jesus. people. <laughs> oh, I yeah. see. Cheese is all fermented milk, right? Is it? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Cultured, is that the same as fermented? Mm, I think so. It can be. I guess it depends on the type of cheese. You're right. Because there's, um, what do you call it? There's ke- kefia, is that what it's called? The, like, fermented milk drink that is popular in, I don't know, like, uh, what's the Eastern European, the like, yeah, Middle Eastern countries. Yeah, I know what you mean. Former Turkey Soviet countries, too. Mm. What are what we getting at? Sorry, <laughs> kefir. Kefir is a scarf. Okay, cool. what was the... I don't know what the point of this was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, all 160 episodes or whatever. We like cheese, that's the point. Well, that's certainly true. We don't care who knows it. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Well, thanks everyone. If you like cheese, then please rate and review cheese on our iTunes page. Yeah. Tell us more about the cheese that you like. Yeah. Just give us five stars and then be like, I like cheese. Or these are the cheeses that I like. My personal favorite, you know, I've always liked Gruyere, but I've been really into Parmesan lately. It's, <laughs> it's good. so common that you forget about how fucking good it is. Just it's add like some so nutty and salty and delicious. To eggs, delicious. Uh, yeah. I owe Matt an apology. Fermented and cultured are the same thing. Yes. Uh, so Nailed yogurt it. and cheese and uh, buttermilk, all of these are fermented and, foods. And I owe Jeff an apology because now he's going to be thinking about peeing in his litter box every day for the rest <laughs> of his life. Yeah, I'm just going to be that sweating Jordan Peele gif every time I go near the litter box. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's so many extra steps to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yep. The next time you're drunk, you're just gonna be like, I'm in my bed already, and my the litter box is right there. I don't keep God. it in my bedroom, Jesus. Well, I don't know. I don't know how you live. I keep it in a closet where it can't smell near me. <laughs> One of those anti-smell closets. Uh, okay, so rate cheese on. <laughs> tell us your favorite cheese on our iTunes page. Yeah. Uh, or whatever uh, podcatcher you use. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod, uh, or you can join our Discord and talk to us directly. I had a listener directly message me to have a chat about the new Magic the Gathering cards mm. that are going to be released soon this past week, and it was a very delightful little chat. So Exciting! Uh, yeah, all those kinds of things. We've also been talking in the Discord about... Um, Whatever stuff, Lord of the Rings was was brought oh, up at one point. Terrible opinions. Uh, Jeff said oh, he yes. didn't like sleep. I think is that right, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. my anti beach opinions from last week kicked off a discussion of everyone's <laughs> unpopular or hating popular things opinions. Yeah, we've all decided that kittens are bad and air conditioning sucks. Yeah, that was yeah. my so, coup de gras because right now we all want air conditioning so badly. You can't believe that, Louisa. You I don't, don't actually. No, we were that was the point. You we were saying things we didn't believe. I really do hate the beach, though. Well, yeah. Yes, <laughs> but it turned into a parody. Is the, thing. the beach sucks? Yes, that is bad. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, if you want to, if you want to understand what we're saying on here, you really need to be watching the webisodes, by which I mean <laughs> joining our Discord. <laughs> Uh, so you can do that by messaging us on Mastodon. I'm on there at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online. You can find all of my information at weaponizedlanguage.com where you can also listen to other podcasts that I have made in the past and no longer make. 
Um, I was looking back at iTunes reviews for either this show or Creepypodsta, and at some point I must have told people who were reviewing to say that I'm their dad, uh, because a bunch of reviews mentioned that I was their dad. I love that. It's like a little I Easter love that you don't yourself. remember doing it. That's the best part. Yeah, I don't form memories uh, when I'm recording podcasts. But then you get these delightful surprises. Exactly. Yep. It's like leaving uh, little memento gifts for myself from the past where I'm like, don't trust Joe don't Pantoliano. Trust eyes, yep. Leaving a breadcrumb trail for yourself, and then when you turn around, you're like, oh shit, someone left me some breadcrumbs. <laughs> and I start eating them. And start licking them up off the Get ground. Get lost again. Uh, you could eat them with your hands, you know, Jeff. Uh, I could. <laughs> anyway, you can talk to me if you find me. Oh, find me. Find me, listeners. I've left you a series of clues. <laughs> and here's the major clue, which is that you can go to uh, louisa at mastodon.xyz. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the show. Please come back again next week. But in the meantime, guys, I, I don't think we can keep doing this. Uh, eat your donuts. Eat those goddamn donuts! Planned, yeah, I had planned uh, <laughs> before this recording that I was going to steal your phrase. And I didn't allow it to happen. I steamrolled right over it. <laughs> That's what we call the Louisa special. <laughs> yes. Ignoring whatever anyone else did and just steamrolling ahead with what you were planning to do. Smart. Yeah, you have to do it fast so people don't notice. <laughs>